0: My name is Member Dodwell, and this is Ordinary Artists. Hello, in this podcast, I'm talking to Hamid Amoshej, who is an actor and also referred to as Hams, as he told me. Um, he was introduced to me by Yolanda, and I don't usually interview actors, but Yolanda said he had a really interesting story. So I interviewed him and I'm so glad I listened to her because he really does. Um, He got into acting in a sort of non-traditional route, as what people would call it. But to be honest, I think that if you're acting and you're successful, it really doesn't matter. And he is really talented. Um, I saw him in Barbershop Chronicles, which is the show he's in at the moment, at The National. And he was absolutely hilarious. The show was also hilarious. like I was in cackles in the audience. And I would really recommend you go see it because it was such a special experience to see a show that reflected my culture. I suddenly saw it and I was like, oh, I recognise this in a different way. I mean, I watch shows and I think they're really good and I love them, but there's something special about seeing your world on stage and sharing it with everyone else in that space. Um, I saw this man walk on stage and I just thought, oh my God, he looks exactly like my granddad. And that was something I never expected to think or say. Um... My granddad had lived in Zambia and he passed away years ago, but like, it was just amazing to see that in that moment, to be like, oh, that man, exactly like him. And I think that's what Barbershop Chronicles was like. The whole thing was familiar and some things were unfamiliar, but it was really nice to share um, the space with the actors and the audience members who also don't know about this culture and be together with it. Um, So that's the show he was in, and we talked about that. Um, We talked about acting. uh, We talked about Amadeus, uh, which he was in previously, and that's coming back, so I'm really excited because I really want to see that show. They had beautiful costumes, and the music was done by an orchestra, so I am really excited to see that in the new year but before I bring you on to Hamza's interview I just wanted to mention that I am part of the Diversity School Initiative which is a non-profit campaign which aims to bring about better inclusion and representation in drama schools and we're launching on june 14th and it's at rada studios it's at six o'clock and it's free so come along if you're interested in knowing more about diversity and drama schools and also if you've thought about going to drama schools but were unsure or if you decided not to go to drama school and are acting it'd be really great to have your representation there because we're going to have a panel discussing the importance of representation on the night um because we think that what we think and also the the panelists there who are industry professionals know that it's important that drama schools are reflecting the world we live in they are funneling the industry if diversity is not there in drama schools it can't be there on stage so please join us um on on wednesday night uh so yeah so without further ado here we go I'm sitting here at The National with Ahmed Amushan who is an actor and you're currently rehearsing for Barbershop Chronicles mm-hmm. and you were also in Amadeus. I was,
1: yeah. Yeah, which I looked was.
0: really good. The costumes in that looked amazing in yeah. Amadeus. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so first of all, I want to ask you, because Yolanda had told me about your, yeah, the interesting story. And she <laughs> said I should <laughs> interview, I mean, and so I was really curious to hear about about you and how you got into acting. Mm-hmm. So could you let us know? Here? Okay.
1: It's not interesting. Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, I've always I think I think ever since I was a kid I've always been like a performer I used to perform yeah. I still do uh you know I used to perform for my mum trying to make her laugh and stuff yeah. and um like in the living room and stuff when I was yeah. a kid and then I think when when I got into primary school I, I danced a lot yeah so I you know I couldn't I couldn't stay still I mean I <laughs> you know I was always like up jumping around and stuff and I think you know <laughs> I think my primary teacher thought I had like a a, <laughs> a <laughs> condition <laughs> because I couldn't stay still and stuff and I had to, um, a short attention span and um, or oh, I was always craving attention and then uh, when I got into secondary school um, I wasn't really I'm not I'm, I don't think I was I, no, I wasn't I wasn't the most academic person and um, I was quite I was quite troublesome in, in class I was like the class clown and stuff and then my drama teacher was very supportive of me she's like um, Fran Servi uh, from uh, Sir John Cass Secondary School and um she was. She was like. She was. She's been like my biggest support from day one, and she was the one that told my mum about Half Moon Young People's Theatre mm. in Limehouse that I should go there, and um, just I guess um, work on maybe just work on myself because mm. um, the Half Moon Young People's Theatre I, I think is an amazing place for for young people to go and just like try and find out who they are sort yeah. of thing. And it's not you know it's never usually. I mean we did like acting classes kind of but it was more about uh, young people just you know being comfortable in their own skin
0: which i think is really important like it's important especially i think i've noticed living in a city now there's so many things thrown at you yeah and so many like the world is quite a city is quite a big place yeah
1: yeah and
0: um and i think that's quite nice to have a place where you can just just find yourself and be allowed to be yourself oh yeah
1: just allowed yeah and uh, you know and we did like you know end of year um performances for like mm-hmm. our parents and stuff and and that was always really cool and I think from there oh yeah I got kicked out at 16 yeah. because I you know that was the cutoff point <laughs> and I was like I don't want to leave and they were like yeah. you have to go <laughs> so I was like oh and then um that's when my so I finished secondary school and mm-hmm. I yeah. went into college I stayed at the sixth format yeah. and F- my told me about Hoxton Hall yeah and um and they had a they had a program for young people there and it was called Hoxton Street Casting so they were yeah. opening like an agency for uh, young people who don't have the funds to go to drama school yeah who have a passion for performing and I think at the time I, I, don't, I didn't know if I had a passion because I was very much into basketball when I was a yeah. kid and um
0: sorry it's to say that you're into basketball isn't yeah. that funny because Imu mean, is really into basketball yeah. himself like yeah. he's very passionate yeah. about it mm-hmm. I just remember because I've seen he always talks about it in this mm-hmm.
1: stuff and um uh, it was um, so I wasn't I, I wasn't really sure and then um, I thought I'd give it a go anyway so I had to audition to uh, to be a part of their program and stuff and then I got in and then I think around this time I think I was getting ready for uni so I was getting mm. ready you know, filling out my UCAS application and all that stuff and then um, I got in and I think it was like a 12 week program I can't mm. exactly remember but it was something like that but it was sort of like a a crash course in how to be an actor in the industry Um, and it was there it was sort of amazing and then they paid for your first year of Spotlight and your headshots oh that's so good and it was like I think there was like 12 people in the programme and then they they paid for your headshots they paid for your first year of Spotlight and then they were like here's your agent off you go (gasps)
0: that's amazing yeah and
1: then it was like okay but I think I didn't hear from my agent for a while and then you know I just went on with my life so I went to uni and um I was studying drama, and then um, I wanted to. I wanted to be a drama teacher, so yeah. that's what I was, you know, <laughs> yeah. doing. And then um, I think the first time I spoke to my agent, uh, uh, she said, "You got, um, you got this audition for this short film. That yeah. short film." And I was like, "Cool." It's not paid. I was like, yeah. "Fine, that's yeah. cool." So I was going, you know, doing this short film here, short film there. It was never, it was never going to get put anywhere. It was yeah. usually for like someone's final dissertation for like oh, a okay, film yeah. school or yeah. something. Yeah. And then it was like okay, so that's what I was doing. I was doing yeah. a lot of like stuff, but just like to
0: to boost your experience yeah, and yeah, show to keep my experience yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
1: And then um, I got into my uh, oh no, and then I got a job. Uh, well, yeah, I got a job at a yeah. place um, a play called Superhuman, yeah. and it was a it was a play in a community center in Ladbroke Grove with yeah. uh, Spid Theatre Company, and I did that. This was like towards the first towards the end of my first year of uni. Yeah and then I did that yeah. and then I did a film with them called Affected with the same company and then after that I went into my second year of uni
0: Yeah.
1: you know just living my life or whatever yeah. and then my agent called me about an audition for yeah. a play called Mogadishu Yeah. that was going to yeah. be at um, the Manchester Royal Exchange Yeah. and it was going to come down to Lyric yeah. Hammersmith. do you want to go for it and I was like okay what's the part and yeah. then she was like oh a 15 year old school kid and I, at the time I was 18 Yeah. and I was about 6'2 6'3 and I was like <laughs> this is not happening (laughs) I'm not going to get it and then she's like just go and see what happens so I went and I met uh, Vivian Fransman and Matthew Dunster and um, I was I remember I was like five, ten minutes late to the audition yeah (laughs) Um, and Matthew which is
0: like a which tells you the no you're like oh
1: do it yeah just don't do it Um, yeah if there's any advice don't be late to your audition and um, I remember Matthew Dunster I love him shout out to Matthew Dunster he said um, (laughs) he just like after the audition because I I felt like I like smashed it. Yeah. And after the audition, he was like, "Don't ever be to, don't ever be late to my auditions ever again." Really? So I was like, "Okay, mate."
0: Yeah.
1: And then I left yeah. thinking I smashed it, but I didn't but, get it. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And then my agent called me and was like, "You got a recall?" And I was like, "Okay, cool." And I remember yeah. the, the recall. I was half an hour early, and I was just <laughs> sat there like this. <laughs> I remember he came, and there were yeah. people going into audition for my part and stuff yeah. but for other parts. I remember him walking up, going, "Well done," <laughs> and then going back in. But then, yeah, I got the part. That's so
0: cool. So that was yeah. like
1: halfway through my second year of yeah. uni. Just
0: a question: Was Ryan Cameron Callay in that? Yeah, end? he was. Yeah. He was
1: in the. He was in the second. Um, in, um, so it was the first year where yeah. we did it in Manchester. So in two thousand and eleven, so we did it in Manchester first for like we were in Manchester for like three months. Yeah, and then we came to Lyric Hammersmith and in 2012 we did a UK tour which Ryan did
0: oh ok yeah because he went to my university yeah. so he spoke oh, did to. he? Us. yeah he went okay. to my university and he came to speak to us and about it yeah. and talked about stuff because yeah.
1: Malachi did the first one yeah. Malachi Curvy oh
0: ok and then Ryan the played did, his part ah, the second one okay. that's, so cool. that's yeah. a, such a small world
1: mm-hmm. and uh, yeah so I had to make that decision whether to yeah. drop out of uni or to do the job yeah so I dropped out uni. Yeah,
0: because you're thinking, performing at the Royal Court and Manchester. Exchange. Oh yeah,
1: and, uh, Lyric Hammersmith and, um, and, oh right, okay. yeah, and, and then. Yeah, um, and Manchester Royal Exchange. Oh yeah. But I was thinking I'll do the job and then go back to uni. Yeah. That was always the, that was always the plan. I yeah. remember talking to my and saying, "Can I, like, can I like defer and then come, come back?" Come yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." And that was like six years ago. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, bit, so you still haven't gone back? I to haven't. You. No, I haven't gone back. That,
0: that's good. I mean, that's good. You, you've got enough work, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's
1: been. It's been sort of crazy, because that was always the plan, you know, do yeah. Mogadishu and go back to uni. That was always and the never... plan. <laughs> and, and it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. So yeah.
0: then what happened after that?
1: After It was crazy, because after Mogadishu, mm. I did um, Aladdin, yeah. I think, after. The first time around, in 2011, I did Aladdin mm. at the Lyric Hammersmith. And that was the first time I had to, like, sing and yeah. dance in front of people. And, uh, was it? How did you find it? I don't think it? I've ever been that <laughs> terrified ever. And then, there um, is a
0: lot to do. Like when you're singing and dancing, there is a lot to remember, as yeah, well as yeah. keep, keep on. Like you just like I'm performing, as well as doing other things, oh, remembering yeah, lines. Was, and,
1: yeah. I mean, it was the best time ever.
0: Yeah.
1: But I, I don't think I've <laughs> ever been like that scared. And um, yeah. So and then the year so 2012, yeah. I think we did the tour. We did the tour uh, yeah. Mogadishu which was, like, 2 ladies two three-month tour, I oh, something Oh, what oh, I know. The time is approaching 6pm.
0: We got interrupted by an announcement, um, so we'll just skip that bit. I've never heard that announcement before. I've
1: never heard that, maybe because it's <laughs> a bank holiday, Yeah. Um. But, yeah, and then uh, we did the tour. Yeah. And then after the tour, I did, like, I did two films, uh, Borrow Time and... Uh, 28k
0: oh.
1: and then um, and then there was like a I think I had like nine months of not working
0: yeah
1: which was a very long time yeah,
0: no it and didn't then,
1: yeah. um, I think that was the, it was at that point yeah. I was like okay this is what it's like to be <laughs> this is this is it like, yeah because obviously you know like as a working actor you know like yeah. it doesn't happen like that no
0: it's not like jo- you're not hopping from job to job no, sometimes no. you can and sometimes so it, yeah, yeah
1: sometimes sometimes you're lucky if you're lucky mm. enough it, you can have a job lined up But I yeah. think because I was right at the beginning of my career I mean I still am to a mm. certain extent like I'm still learning I'm still mm. do you know what I mean trying to find myself in this industry and blah 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 but it was like at that moment it was like okay so I've done I've done Manchester I've done Mogadishu once I've yeah. done Mogadishu twice I did I did the panto here I did yeah. another panto in 2012 I did Cinderella in 2012
0: pres- what kind I was of-
1: an ugly stepsister
0: <laughs> I was gonna ask you Prince Charles <laughs> like no, yes no, 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 but no, no. you're, you're <laughs>
1: stepsister
0: <laughs> where was that
1: Lyric HammerSmith. That's
0: so cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was I had that was the best fight I've ever had ever on stage. <laughs> I think. Oh well, I'll probably say that about another show. But yeah, um, yeah it was incredible. But it was that point, um, and I did the two films, and I think I think I had like nine months where there was just nothing happening, yeah. and that was really really hard because it's like you know you start to doubt yourself a, yeah. a little bit and um,
0: you have too much time to think.
1: Yeah, you have a lot of time to think, and I think, yeah. but it's but it also gives you the opportunity to grow up as well, mm-hmm.
0: okay. and just
1: be like, okay, this is this, I need to fix up and like mm. sort myself out. So that's what I did, and then I got I got a job in the summer. I got two jobs in the summer. Mm. So I shot a pilot for BBC Three while it was still on telly, <laughs> and then um, which is not how it Online is wicked. And then uh, I I, uh, I did a play at the Soho Theatre called The Boy Who Fell into a Book, mm. and then um, and then from there it just started to.
0: Kind of come back again, yeah. It started
1: to pick up again, yeah, which was really really cool. But yeah, I mean, did
0: you find a change in stuff that you were getting after your nine months compared to like from the beginning of the nine months? Or no, though? no, I,
1: mean, I was getting like more or less like the same sort of thing, huh. like, but that was fine because, yeah, you know, that was just, I was fine with that.
0: No, no, yeah, was, yeah. yeah, no, I'm just I was always I'm interested because, like, if you say like you have that time to evolve, and lots of actors have periods of like no work, and then mm-hmm. they suddenly their roles they their roles change, especially, mm-hmm. like, I see women, at, like, women who, different ages, they, their roles start to change over mm-hmm. time, and I always find that really interesting, like... No, you
1: know you yeah. what, it was funny, because, like, obviously my age range was, you know, yeah, changing, good, yeah. but the characters <laughs> okay. it was more or less the same, so by yeah. the time, I think, I shot the pilot, I think yeah. I was in, I was playing a guy in his mid-20s, like, with, a, with the mind of, like, an 11-year-old or something, I yeah. can't remember, yeah. but it was, like, stuff like that, I was still playing oh, that kind okay, of, like, childish yeah. Yeah. Thing which I still kind of get to this day, yeah. which is fun. I like, you know, I like play, kind of playing those <laughs> characters or something. But then, yeah, you do. You know, yeah, you, you evolve. Do, yeah. You do evolve after a while. Yeah. And
0: I think it's usually later than your age, but it does. It does. Yeah, happen. yeah,
1: it does. Yeah, it absolutely. Does, it
0: does really happen. And how are you finding rehearsing for Barbershop Chronicles? Yeah, it's
1: fun. It's good. Yeah. I
0: read um, it was a little passage in the um the good immigrant and I really liked it yeah. and he went to Zimbabwe and I was like so I mean like he tried to go to Zimbabwe he says in it but he couldn't get there because of yeah. his visa and I was like why didn't he go to Zambia it was so close they would have let him in <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Zambia that's why I was like you should gone to Zambia bring Zambia on the map yeah. because Southern Africa so I was glad he had Southern Africa because that part gets a bit like yeah. forgotten about I was yeah, a like, yeah, yeah, some, yeah, yeah a bit lost yeah a bit lost we're too quiet yeah, for
1: the world <laughs> no it's it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a great show it's yeah. going to be a really fun show and um you know in when I read the script, mm-hmm. I just fell in love with it instantly yeah. and it was um it's honest it's it's genuine mm. and it's it's just it's real and i think it's a it's an opportunity for People to really understand what goes on in the barbers- yeah. in the black barber shop. That's what I was
0: really excited to hear. I was like, I'm so excited a show like that is coming to the national because it's an opportunity, to say, for people to see an- another culture of England, like a whole subculture, yeah. let alone not just England, something that happens all around the world. Yeah. Um, that reminds me, and I thought, I saw something coincidentally today a video of this guy in America, this white American, had gone to the barbers and there's a black guy there, and, and um, that was the first time we'd seen a black guy in his barbers. And he gets his hair cut by a black guy, and he yeah. said it was like an angel was sent to cut his hair. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "They're angels." He goes, "He was so happy." You know how like guys go to barbers and they get so gassed about yeah. their hair. Like yeah. he was actually gassed. No, problems. no,
1: it's um, it's gonna, I, it, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be a really, really good show. That's good. A and really good show.
0: It's like, how many different countries does it do?
1: Six, yeah. I think
0: and you have lots of different accents so yeah. Yeah. do you guys have to do all like the different are you doing all the six different countries
1: yeah so it so it starts in nigeria yeah and then it goes to london accra uganda zimbabwe yeah. and johannesburg
0: that's so cool. Yeah. I'm so excited to hear all the, all the different accents. Because yeah. and, it, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: and it'd be kind of cool because people can also hear the different accents all together and understand how different they are. Yeah. Especially from, like, Nigeria to Johannesburg. Like, that's such a different accent. Oh, yeah,
1: it is. And uh, we have like There's like, some amazing actors on this show. I know. I've seen the... And, oh. um, <laughs> and then you've got... And then you've got me. <laughs> no, I'm sure <laughs> you are an Amadeus it, before. No. Nah, uh, <laughs> but... Um, I no, it's gonna. I, yeah, I just. I am to go and try to do it justice. <laughs>
0: no, I get what you get I mean. I can. I can imagine some of them just pop out the accents like fluidly. Oh yeah, I
1: mean you know. What's really good about the cast is that it's so it's so. Um, everyone's from everywhere. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's like, it's, nice. A, it's, a all black, yeah. it's an all black male cast, but then you have like people like everywhere, yeah. which is cool.
0: And, and they're not every, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere, not only Africa as all Caribbean, but they're also yeah, yeah. everywhere in London and yeah, England yeah, 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 as well, yeah, yeah. which kind of brings a whole different experience for oh, that. yeah, yeah, like,
1: yeah, like different like cultures. I think yeah. there's, some guy, um, well, there's one guy David Webber, yeah. I think he's from up north um, I want to say Liverpool yeah. and then you've got uh, Peter Bancole who's from Birmingham, but he's got from he's from a like Nigerian heritage, and and David is from a a, a Jamaican heritage. And it's just like, and there's all these different you know, not everyone is like black from London, yeah, and it's just like black from From all over the UK and uh, and other places as well. Like, you got um, Patrice from uh, uh, the Ivory Coast and and stuff like that, so it's just like, yeah, it's gonna be
0: that's really good, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: And how was it working on Amadeus? Cuz that show looked amazing. I was sad to miss out on it. I had like something I couldn't make it, but I was like, "Oh my god, it looked Yeah,
1: great. that was probably one of the most rewarding experiences I think yeah. I've ever had. Um it was it, it pff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was no, it was um it was something else, man. Yeah. It really was, man. It was like I don't like so before Amadeus, I mm-hmm. never listened to classical music. Really?
0: Yeah. No. What? Well, yeah. Because okay, yeah, it's not because something. It does.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> never did because yeah. you know I just thought it was for I don't
0: Yeah. Mean Older don't, people. Once yeah. you get to that age, that's like, so when you tune into I just I honestly
1: thought. <laughs> and I don't mean.
0: Yeah.
1: Any offense to like I don't you know, but I just thought it was for like middle-aged white people.
0: I know it's yeah.
1: And then <laughs> it was so I just didn't see the point of me listening <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to, to it. Yeah. But you know six weeks of rehearsals just learning about the history of mozart Mm. and and um and salieri Mm. and then falling in love with the music yeah literally i fell in love with the music
0: that's
1: so that's so beautiful yeah it was yeah and then i had to so i had to learn how to i had to play um the trumpet or mime the trumpet and i said to them that i didn't want to mime, and i wanted to learn and luckily i because at the time when we were rehearsing amadeus i was doing threatening opera here
0: okay Oh, so and, you did um, the Opera as well? Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did the Opera here. And um, Sarah Campbell, who's uh, a trumpet player, who yeah. was in the band in the Opera, she was going to be in uh, the symphonia, the okay. symphonia yeah. in Amadeus. So she was like, okay, I'll teach you. So I was like, okay, cool. So she gave me lessons so I could play with the cypher yeah. symphonia.
0: That's so cool. And then it was just
1: like, and then I fell in love with the trumpet. Yeah. And I still, I'm still, like, playing the trumpet now, and I'm learning and That's stuff so like that. That's cool. But I, it's love just it, like
0: yeah. I love how acting is so spontaneous like that. You yeah. never know what you're going to learn and what uh, you're going to pick up.
1: Literally, and I still listen to, um, you know...
0: Do you still listen, do you still listen to Mozart?
1: But not, not just Mozart you know because like yeah. with the with the Saipa um, Symphony, mm. like I made some really good friends and we do this thing called symphony club yeah. where we go to people, <laughs> each other's houses yeah. and we sit down and we listen to like symphonies That's and so then we talk cool. about it and like what we yeah. like what we don't like and, and all the oh, I mean I've just I've literally I've fallen in love yeah. with that with that type of music and I just feel like Everyone should listen,
0: listen to it. <laughs> no, it's true. I think that yeah, you have to find when you find a reason to fall into it. Like I listened, I didn't listen to classical music only until because I did dance mm. GCSE and I li- listened to it then, and suddenly it was like, oh my god, it's actually really good. And yeah. then my dad plays it, and I was like, this is this is actually very nice to listen to. It's yeah. not what you think, just boring. I don't know what's going on. Yeah,
1: no, <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, it's just yeah. Amadeus was, I mean, the first time yeah. working with Lucian was a mm. dream. Was literally a dream. Oh no, he's yeah,
0: he's a. And, um, he's amazing.
1: Uh, he's just phenomenal. And I remember in rehearsal was the first time he did, the um, his last speech at the end of Act One, mm. and everyone was in the room. And then he started, and everyone stopped what okay. they were doing, because people like reading their scripts mm. and learning their lines, and then all of a sudden he started, and everyone stopped, everyone, uh-huh. and just looked at him, and he was going, and he was going, and he was going and I, I'm telling you, I've ne- i you could hear a pin drop. Really? And it was just—it was a—it's something I would never forget. Something I'd never forget. And the first time he, him and Adam, who played yeah. Mozart, did the last um, scene, the uh, confrontation scene mm. between the two of them before Mozart passes away. Literally, um, it was a moment where they were supposed to do like a little section of it. Yeah. And Michael Longhurst was the director, you know, he's trying to, he's yeah. trying to do his directing. Yeah, he's trying, he's trying to do his trying his get
0: stuff out of like, yeah.
1: And then um, all of a sudden, they were only supposed to do like a little section, because yeah. that bit is quite long. And then he, they were just supposed to do a little section, and then all of a sudden, it just went, They just, just kept going. And Michael tried to stop them, but then he was like, <laughs> actually, no, keep going. Yeah. He just let them go, and it was the same thing. Everyone was in the room, and yeah. everyone just started watching them too. I mean, Adam Gillen and Lucy and um, yeah. Miss Marty, best actors of our time, I'm telling you, because they were just like, yeah, they're just incredible actors oh, God. and I loved working with them and I, worked, I loved working with all everyone mm. in that cast it was like a cast of 40 or something because you, you had the, the cast of 20 the mm. actors and then you had the Southbound Symphonia mm. all on stage together oh, wow. and it was just like That's yeah, it, amazing. Was a, it was an amazing experience yeah. and it's coming back next year so yes. This get, yeah, come back next year. i
0: sorry. get so excited when I hear shows are coming back. I'm like, yeah. Yes, because there's so many things to see <laughs> there's so many things to see. And I'm so glad that the National is really programming stuff that's now reflecting like I say reflecting London because last year I was like I love the national to bits. Yeah. And I it's a dream to be here. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, and any just I, any excuse oh, to come here, but it's really nice. It just feels even better when they're showing people and representing oh, absolutely. cultures. It's oh, absolutely. just like it's like a cherry on the on top. So absolutely. Yeah, it's no, looking it's a, really exciting. It's a great
1: building, man. National yeah. awesome.
0: And do you have any advice for any actors? See, I t- <laughs>
1: <laughs> not really, because I'm still kind of learning. I'm still kind of, okay. uh, I'm still learning myself. But if I was to give any, like, I don't think I'm the right person to give any advice <laughs> to anybody. Or but
0: any tips? I mean, things that you've learned that you found good on the way.
1: Just, to, just to be yourself and don't. The most, I think, for me, and I've said it to some. I've yeah. said it to some people that the most important thing that any is to. Re- the most important thing that any working actor should know hmm. is that you are a human being, yeah. because sometimes the industry can be ruthless, and they can treat you, it can treat you a certain way, and you have to have integrity. Yeah, you have to because you know you have to learn how to say no. I'm not going to do that, or I don't want yeah. to do that, or stuff like that. Because the more t- the, the more you say yes, is the more you get used yeah. there's this beautiful um, documentary that David Haywood that yeah. did um, the F word oh, okay. which is like um, not the actual swear word, but yeah. F of failure yeah. in the industry and how it's okay to fail yeah. because it just makes you a stronger person a better actor yeah. and then when you get up do you know what I mean things will come because you're you know you, you get knocked down eight times you get up the night yeah. do you know what I mean so you have to keep going and there's this um Zachary Quinto who was in the, the Star Trek mm. mm-hmm. film's um um he has this um he said this thing where actors are like commodities like ketchup yeah that yeah. like we get used and then we get put back on the shelf we shouldn't allow we shouldn't allow ourselves to be like that mm. we're still human beings we're still people and sometimes the industry can use us and then just um, put us back on the on the shelf and it's yeah. like no 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 you're not going to do that yeah because We're still people, we have feelings, we have, you know, we're still, you know, we're human. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes I feel like sometimes the industry can forget that. Yeah. Because they need something. They will say, okay, get this person to do this for me.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, you know, that'll be it. No.
0: And if you don't deliver, they're like, no. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just remember, like, nobody, nobody can define you, really. You can only define yourself not you should know how good you are not in like a cocky way but in like a i know i'm good enough to be able to be able to do this This business is hard and sometimes people are like slamming doors in your face you have to know how to keep them down you know and be like i'm here i'm i'm not going nowhere i think that's the only tip is to have integrity yeah and just to be like i'm here i want this and not to give up as well because it's easy to because it's so hard do you know what i mean I think once you like, once you kick down certain doors, like I yeah. think there's a place there's there's because there's a place for everybody. Yeah. I mean? Even though like okay, the biz, the industry is a bit overcrowded. Yeah. <laughs> but I I I honestly I honestly honestly believe there's a place for everybody.
0: Yeah, I think that's true. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because I mean who would have thought? Of a, show, uh, a play about barbershops would be on the national. Do you there's know what I'm a for, There's a
1: place for every, there's a place for everybody and for yeah. everyone. Do you know what I mean? Um, for every show and for every person. Do you know what I mean? And I feel I feel like sometimes people f- people think that it's just for a certain yeah. amount of people and i don't think that's true i think if yeah, you have true. the if you have the passion if you have the drive and you have the desire you can do whatever you want and that doesn't mean and i don't that's like in life in general
0: yeah okay. that's nec- good that's a, yeah that's not a just good yeah no but
1: not just like in the business but in yeah. life in general like if you want to get somewhere you've got to have like drive passion desire you've got to have all those things otherwise you're just going to be stuck yeah you know what i mean but um and don't be late to audition.
0: <laughs> it's so true. I get so that's usually my nervous. Thing. Like I always try and be like plan to get there fifteen minutes early. I'm
1: always late. Like I well I used to be. I try mm. not to be as much anymore. But like when I when I first started out, I was late all the time, really? all the time. I, I, I don't know how people why people are still employing me because I was I used to be late all the time. But yeah. I'm fixing that. I fixed it. I Isn't, fixed it.
0: Never no, in London I feel like it's a habit that's very hard to kick. In London, it's hard. Oh, it's hard, man. I know. Because oh, um, even I'm usually not late, and then I suddenly moved to London. Suddenly, I was finding myself late for stuff. I was like, yeah. "No," nah, but I live closer now. <laughs> I know
1: it's, oh, it's hard, man. But like, no, it's it, you know, it's yeah. I mean, it's like, I'm not trying to. It's not a past comment. It's like, yeah. Know, it's, yeah. But again. And like, and you know, and just to be yourself as well.
0: Yeah.
1: Don't try and be something that you're not. Just like, just be yourself. Because I think people can see right through that.
0: Yeah. You know? That's what's the effort. <laughs> yeah, it's draining. Yeah, no, it's true. I was think that it's effort it's to be Just be, like, just be else yourself.
1: Or. Like, yeah. don't feel like it's funny because as a as a black actor sometimes mm-hmm. you feel like we have to we have to uh, i i feel personally yeah. as a black actor when you get to certain places you have to change the way you
0: soften your edges yeah yeah,
1: yeah exactly <laughs>
0: yeah
1: and i feel and i don't do that that's
0: yeah i think that's good because it's
1: like why should i change because i'm in a different yeah. um, environment for why should i change to make you feel comfortable i'm mm. not going to do that i'm going yeah. to continue to be myself if you're not comfortable, then that's your own problem. Yeah. You have a, you have a problem with what I'm doing, and yeah. that's, and that's, but that's whatever. Do yeah. you know what I mean? No, it's true. But like, I'm not going to change for you or yeah. whatever. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to continue to be myself because myself is who I am. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So.
0: And I don't think that's constructive for anyone because. Because then they see an image that's not really that, and then yeah. when people are like that, the more people we see being themselves, the more likely we are to accept different exactly. people. And I think that's always helpful for everyone. They exactly. Say if they don't take it, that's their—that's really their issue. Yeah. In a sense.
1: Just stay true to yourself and just like, and just don't give up and just keep pushing because, you know, it's, there's a place for everyone. I on, I, on, I honestly believe there's a place for everyone.
0: I think that's a great advice. Well, thank you so much for taking Sorry. your time after thank no.
1: no. <laughs> Chat to me. Sorry. Thank it's you. <clears throat>
0: listening. You can follow me on both Twitter and Facebook at Ordinary Artists.